My next guest on the Tea Time sofa is Nyasha Kwatitsu, social entrepreneur, founder of Banya Fostering Services and global philanthropist. She shares her latest passion to help women entrepreneurs with the Wild Impact Fund she created, as well as celebrating International Women's Day. Nyasha, who is from Zimbabwe, has helped thousands of children is committed to helping children and women grow. She is the source of the earth and one of the most genuinely inspiring female entrepreneurs. Let's find out more. Nyasha, welcome to Tea Time with me, Ali Monjak. How are you today, apart from feeling a little bit stressed about travelling this week? Uh, I'm fine. I'm, I'm really on a high about the, you know, I think you get on a high when you're about to travel because you're overthinking things about what you need to leave, what you need to take, what you need to over, hand over. And also I've got this conference on Thursday. So that's another thing which is keeping me quite high. You have. So I'm very excited. And I mean, you know, you started off life really becoming a social entrepreneur because of your love of helping children didn't you um and now it's sort of your whole yes, yes, yes. entrepreneurial ship so to speak has grown and now you're helping women out with your women's um investment fund which is mm-hmm. just brilliant so let's just sort of wind the clock back a little bit to those, those kind of early days when you um started to set up the, the yeah. fostering service. I mean, yeah. that that was quite a project in itself, wasn't it? Oh, it was an undertaking. Uh, it was, uh, um, you know, it was. It never been done. Uh, Banya was the first ag- such agency in London. Uh, when we when we set up, I think there was about two or three such agencies in Kent. So uh, yeah, it was. Uh, moving into new 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 territory and uh, disrupting the, the the status quo because fostering had been done by um big charities like Bernardo's and then Bernardo's was mainly adoption actually and the local government it was only local government which used to do fostering so my agents were saying it can be done independently of local government and big uh, charities so that's what you did. And I mean, you've helped over the years, countless amounts of families and children, haven't you? I mean, yeah, thousands, thousands. Last time I counted, I think it was about 7,000 children I've helped through the fostering agency over the last 25 years. And uh, we're, still, we're, still, we're still doing it. We st- I started in my kitchen table and now it's a national agency. Uh, we yeah, it's, it's really grown out of my expectation. I was quite happy for it to remain in my kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> I was forced to, to to get out of my kitchen table. <laughs> well, do you know what? I think we all are. You know, I mean, it's a, as you know, I I do tea time with Ali Monjak, but I mean. Um, my media project started in September. So, you know, I haven't left the house yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The house. You're still there. Oh, yeah. that's lovely. Yeah. Uh, and I think lockdown, it's been a good, 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 it has had its, its, um, 
it's positives in that people have been able to do things they would have never done if they were up and down going around. It just, while you're in, what can I do while I'm in, in the house? I know a lot of people have set up their projects during lockdown. Yeah, well, this is it. I think, you know, never before have we had, you know, I just saw it as an opportunity, you know, yes, to I did. be at home and have that time yes. and not on the road, you know, because, yeah. you know, a lot of the time we spend, well, I was spending a load of time on the road. Well, the same with me. I was flying around the world. I was in meetings and traveling. I would never think of flying in from Guernsey because I actually live in Guernsey, come to London for the day and go back in the evening. And I did it once actually, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and on Saturday, I thought I was gonna die. Every bit of my body ached and I said, why on earth did I do that? Uh, but I was able to, but now I can't. So um, it, for me, I really have enjoyed it because it really has grounded me. I've been at home and you know, simple things like decluttering my kitchen cabinets, <laughs> decluttering my, my garage. I've, at the moment, I've got about four skips outside. I've got a, a container going to Zimbabwe with things which have been in the garage for the last hundred years, which are useful. And I think they can be used in Africa. And I would have never done any of it if it wasn't lockdown. I would have never done it. Well, there you I'll yeah. be flying somewhere. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So you've recycled a load of stuff that can oh, basically yeah. Yeah. go out to Zimbabwe for this project yeah. that you're really in the throes, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Up. The things I'm recycling is for my charity. I'm going to give some of the things to the children. Uh, you know, we pay school fees for children um, in Zimbabwe, disadvantaged in children in Southern Africa. We've got some children in South Africa and some in Zimbabwe. And um, yeah, just uh, our students you know, have packed loads and loads of clothes for children, um, which um, I'm gonna donate through my charity. And uh, uh, I'm building a, a house where I'm gonna be staying um, uh, in Zimbabwe. So I've, I've, I've sent some of my microwave, which was in the in the garage, which there's nothing wrong with it, it's still working. Um, so that I, because I'm gonna be based in Africa and traveling around Africa to work with my women uh, entrepreneurs. So uh, yeah, it's building a, a base in Zimbabwe. I'm gonna be based in Zimbabwe, but I'm gonna be traveling South Africa, Malawi, Kenya, you name it. I mean, you're holding uh, um, an International Women's Day um, celebration, aren't you, this Thursday? Yes. Um, yes. I mean, just tell me, I mean, I, you know, you, you don't really have to tell me because I can see that, but what is it that you think women bring to the party? What do we bring to the oh, party? <laughs> women bring a lot to the party. I, I just, uh, I, I love working with, with women. And uh, um, and uh, the international, I, I, you know, I always do something to celebrate International Women's Day. It's a special day to acknowledge what women do to contribute to society. Um, I mean, it starts from really basic that we give birth to children. <laughs> it's just a magical thing for, we, for a woman to be able to do that. Men can't do that. <laughs> mm. And uh, once they, in terms of my fund and why I want to, either they're the ones who give birth to children, they're the ones who care for them, uh, and they're the ones who ensure 
if you empower a woman, that they will ensure that the child is fed, the child is um, goes to school, the child has access to health um, resources, uh, especially if you empower them economically. Um, they just do wonders um, uh, with very little, very little. They will look after the community. It's not just their child they've given birth to. They're also very, very aware about the community in which yeah. they live. Mm. And I, I see that here in Europe, I, I see that in Africa, uh, when you see a woman entrepreneur, they, they try and contribute. Uh, I don't know why, that we, we contribute more than I think men. Men can be quite insular. They can also be quite conservative. They're only thinking about their, their, their immediate family. Whereas women, I, I think it's really, we give birth. We're thinking more of the community, I, more than just our immediate family, children we've mm -hmm. given birth to. They want to contribute more. Um, and uh, yeah, I just think that we are, I don't know, I think maybe there are many inside which drive us to, to be more empathetic to the society in which we live. So really what you're trying to do here then is, Nasha, you're trying to invest in the future generations. Definitely. Because, yeah, if I empower a woman now, she will make sure that the, the child, and how, how do we know that these children are, gonna, are not going to be our future leaders? Well, this is it, isn't it? I mean, you know, if you look at the, the leaders across the globe, um, yeah, yeah there, there's some interesting stories there, isn't there, really? Yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a story in itself <laughs> it's a story yeah. in itself definitely and I mean you know your whole raison d'etre your whole sort of um being is about helping people isn't it really yeah. helping um you humanist I think humanistic I I love human beings I just love them <laughs> and I even love babies even more <laughs> Oh, no, that's lovely. No, I do as well. I, I really love human beings. I, yeah. yeah. It's, mm. um, you know, and if you can help somebody, I think that's just an amazing thing to do. If you can help one person, it's an amazing one, thing. For me, that's what gives me. If I can help one person, one child, every time I wake up, I say, today, what am I doing to help one child? That's enough for me. I do. It's enough for me. I've done my, my, my service to the community. I'd, it doesn't have to be millions or thousands. I have been, I feel extremely privileged that I'm able to help more than one person. Absolutely yep. privileged. Yes. I mean, you know, back when you first started out, you probably didn't realize how many people and children that yeah. you'd actually help. Yes. Yes. When I started, when I was starting with my children's home, I thought I just wanted to look after six kids. At any given time in this home, I, I set up the therapeutic home. And that's all I thought about. And I, th I don't know why. I never thought about these six kids will move or they'll grow. <laughs> so just, I just had six kids. I never. So uh, with that, I mean, they came and go. They, when they became 18, they left us and new kids came. So, um, but it, the number in my head was, was six children. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I've ended up. Uh, uh, going into fostering from the children's home experience. 
And again, I was gonna, um, I started my fostering agent with four carers who were my, my staff members at the children's home. And so I was thinking, I'm gonna help these four, I'm gonna place children with these four carers and that's about it. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I was really uh, thinking small, but um, because, and now when I'm working with other women, when I mentor other women entrepreneurs, mm -hmm at any stage of their business, I always say that you need to think We need to think big. You need to think something which actually scares me because at the time, if, some, if I thought I'm gonna help 10,000 children, yeah. it, it would have actually paralyzed me and say, who do I think I am? You know what I mean? You do, I think you would have overwhelmed me, it's... but I, I really wish I had thought in those numbers because I don't know, I just think that, um, yeah, you need to think big. You need to think beyond yourself because organizations, uh, and at that time also, I was thinking about creating a job for myself. I wasn't thinking of um, a business uh, as, as such, but uh, if you're creating a business, it needs to be beyond a job for yourself. It needs to be an organization which should stand on itself. And it's, not, it's independent of you. And it's a legacy, it's something you can live and it can continue uh, making a difference without you actually being there. Yeah, because uh, otherwise you're not creating a business, are you? If you're, it's creating, you're just creating a job. Yeah. You're just creating yeah. a job, yes. Yeah. So you really need to think big. You need to, you need to think beyond yourself. Uh, I'll bear that in mind. Yes, definitely <laughs> you need to think big. I'll bear and, that in mind. And uh, once you think big, honestly, uh, you know, it's, it's almost like me, I believe in abundance. And mm. I, uh, and, uh, uh, I really do think that the, the universe and the world has got enough resources for us all, for us to be able to feed ourselves, to be able to have access to health and education. And uh, once you believe in abundance, uh, honestly, I, I'm always, always surprised about what manifests by believing that. Uh, when I'm feeling, oh God, where am I? especially when I was starting, where, how am I going to pay the next uh, wage staff? Was, uh, a local authority will pay me or an old debt will come through. It just happens magically because I just believe that there's enough it, uh, there's, and things just happen. When you uh, wake up everything and you're, you're, you're thinking from deprivation point of view, it's almost like you've got to be really careful what you wish for. And that's what happens. That's actually right. what happens. Mm. having blind yeah yes yeah yeah without sort of um because you know the the other day i i listened to you speak at um a business conference which yeah. was great yeah and mm -hmm. you were saying that you know it really basically you you know everything came from the heart didn't it and yeah. it just comes yeah. from the heart mm. Uh, and your authentic self and um, the intention is coming from a good place. And uh, even if you make a mistake, even if you make a decision which is wrong and it's a mistake and you realize later, but at the time, uh, it wasn't a mistake. It's only a mistake with hindsight. At the time it was the right decision and it was coming from a good place and it was coming from your heart. You make that decision uh, from your gut feeling and uh, and there's no point torturing yourself. Oh, I'm I'm not gonna try that again or whatever because I made such a huge mistake. 
uh, I always say you need, you need to see it as an opportunity to learn and uh, that you, at the time when you made that decision, it was right. It's almost like people getting divorced and uh, or getting married. I said, when you made the decision to get married, it was fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, uh, and um, it, it, it was, you, you meant it. It was, it was authentic. It was from your heart. And just because you, get, you got divorced later on, it doesn't mean that that decision was wrong at the time you made it. No. Um, I don't know. It's no. I can relate to that, Nyesha, I can, because um, I was married for, for nearly 20 years and yeah. I got up one day and my husband decided that he was going to live in Spain. So, yeah, yeah, I can I can completely sort of relate to that. And I don't regret, you know, the yeah. Oh, yeah. 20 years that I had with him. 20 years of life. Yeah, and it kind and of been, it kind of been all a mistake. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I tell you what, those yeah. the two children aren't a mistake at all. Yeah, no, yeah. They're human beings, yeah. you know, yeah. that yeah. Um, yeah. have great values. And that's what, yeah. what you know, you want for your children to be able to stand on their own two feet and have great value yeah, yeah that's, you that's, know. That's, that's, that's the best a mother can do absolutely yeah, Any mother I, absolutely and I, I think you know it, it's about being kind as well don't you think mm -hmm. yes you've got to be kind you've got to be able to give unconditionally love unconditionally and not expect any back anything back and i will i, I write it in my book I wrote a book in 2014 called Walk With Me. And uh, um, I think it's one of my top tips that you've got to give unconditionally. And it's incredible how you get back. The more you give, the more you get back. And you don't get back from the same person. You get back from someone else, completely unrelated. But it's all, mm -hmm. you know, I feel it's just energy which just goes around in circles. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah. I, I really believe in giving and being kind. Yeah, no, well, we can see that, definitely. Mm -hmm. So you're you're an amazing lady, you really are. Oh, um, and so, you know, I, I have no doubt that this World Investment Fund that you set up to, to help yeah. women in, in Africa, but it's not just women in Africa, is it? It's, no, 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 it's going to start in women in Africa, but it's, it's a global fund. It's yeah. absolutely global fund and because uh, women um there's women entrepreneurs around the world uh and uh, women find it very difficult to access capital to grow their business uh it's not an africa problem only i know that i you know I'm, all my business life i've been working doing my business in uk for the last 35 years and mm -hmm. i have struggled to access money to grow my business so i know my fund is needed in in london <laughs> in in uk <laughs> yeah, so, yeah it is it it's is a global yeah. problem mm. yeah it, it is a global problem i yeah i mean i have kind of experienced that as well so yeah it, it, it is definitely yeah. you mm. know um i think you know if you're a man it's you know that, that's another subject in itself though isn't it yeah i don't know they they find a way of uh, uh i don't know they've got to a certain confidence and, they, you know, they ask, um, you know, things which we'll never dream of asking as women. I don't know why. And, uh, and they get it. It's, it's, I don't know why. It's just, it, I think it's unfair. Why should it be like that? But that's what it is like. 
Well, I think it is partly history, isn't it? And the yes. way society has been built because, you know, yeah. always the the women, the little woman stayed at home, didn't she? Yeah, that's right. And did all and of that. I think it's going to take centuries to, um, to uh, society norms to catch up with what's actually with our, uh, to catch up with women, <laughs> we are we are well ahead. We're quite capable uh, of doing these things, but society hasn't. It, it, it's sort of behind. Yeah, it has. No. It hasn't caught up with us. It hasn't, and also it's really interesting because you know people like you and I are going out and doing our own thing, but you know people in in actual sort of you know paid for jobs. Yeah. It, there's still the the gender pay gap isn't there which well, is i know it doesn't matter where you go i <laughs> know it's just yeah. it's just awful awful i just can't uh believe it i have never been part of a corporate so and i can't imagine those corporate women and the, the difference in in the pay salary doing the same thing it's just unbelievable yeah uh i think it's unethical yeah, I think it's unethical. I, I totally agree with you because, you know, yeah. it's got to be the right person for the job. Yeah. Yes, you know. and it doesn't um, matter whether they're a man or a woman. Why should they be valued uh, differently yeah. for their contributions? Yeah, no, yeah. this is very yeah. true. So yeah. I've been celebrating International Women's Day this week. It, yeah. It's going to be fantastic, fantastic, isn't it? So you've got lots of people from across, across the globe joining in yeah i said oh I, I was just talking yesterday to a friend of mine i said why don't i make my life so so easy why do i make it so difficult because of this time zone and everything i thought i had to, to do a global <laughs> and try and fit people from new zealand to north to los angeles uh, it's been a nightmare trying to negotiate those time zones. And I thought, oh, God, it's only me who can do that. Why can't I just do a normal, just UK one, <laughs> 10 to 4? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I think it's amazing that you are because, you know, <laughs> as, as we said, there's never been a greater time for us all to come together. And no. we can now. Yeah, we can now, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So... Know, th this is great. I mean, yeah. you know, it said to me, even this time last year, we hadn't really properly started using Zoom yet. No, 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 no. We were just uh, starting getting to use it. I was using it a, a bit more because I moved from UK to Guernsey. So I wasn't going into, I was using um, uh, Zoom a, little, a, lot, a lot more for my meetings, but not as to this level. And no. uh, yeah, we were... We were, at the beginning, we were thinking this COVID was going to go away. Honestly, even now, I never thought we will be in this situation today. I thought it was a temporary thing, like bed flu, whatever, for a few months. And we were going to, uh, it was going to pass. But oh. uh, we, we, we've adjusted very well, actually. Yeah. It's, it's, it's become normal to, for people to talk like we're doing right now. Well, thank goodness we can. Can you imagine? I can't imagine what, you know, people have done previously and wars, etc. I mean, you know, at least we can help each other over the internet, yeah. which is brilliant. Yeah, it's just yeah. fantastic. I love it. I just love it. Uh, I don't feel, um, I feel I can connect. I don't feel that it's impacted on my work and things I need to do, people I need to talk to. I've been able to talk to them. 
Yeah. So mm. let's just have a quick chat about some of the speakers that are coming. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> yes. Um, who has caught your eye on the list? I'll tell you who has caught my eye, and I'll tell you why. Is Lynn Franks. Oh, she's a good friend of mine. She is amazing. Amazing, amazing woman, uh, full of wisdom. And, uh, oh, yeah, I've known Lynn for a very, very long time. And uh, um, she, oh, she's so excited. I was talking to her yesterday about coming and sharing her wisdom. Um, great, great activist, uh, very much into the women. She always, uh, actually, she's coming in quite early on in the day uh, because she's got other things she's doing for International Women's Day. She does put, she's put on shows over the years. I've attended with her. No, she's a great woman. She's got uh, great, uh, yeah, for me, great wisdom. Um, she started really as a venture. I just used to follow her, her, her profile. And then I linked up with her and I've been to her retreats. She used to do retreats in New Yorker. And now she's doing uh, retreats and she's got a hub in uh, Somerset, in, yeah, West, yeah, Somerset. Forum. Yeah, Somerset Country, isn't from, it? Yeah, yeah, from West Country. And, uh, oh, she's a pleasure, uh, a, a pleasure. And tomorrow I'm going to be in conversation with her. So it'd be quite nice to catch up with her. Yeah, no, I, she is an inspiration. And I, I, I'll let you into a secret, Nayasha. I've been following her for years. <laughs> You're going to meet her tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> she yes. was an inspiration to me years and years ago. And she was such an inspiration to me. She won't know this because I've never actually met her face to face. Yeah. But to do with PR and, you know, the power of messages. Because uh, communication, yeah, yeah, years ago, yes, I yeah. actually, basically decided that is what I wanted to do, and it was her that inspired me. I just thought, you know, this communication and bringing oh, people really? out, so out there, yeah. you know, greater good was, yeah, no, really she's definitely amazing. there, yes, no, no, she definitely, and you should invite her tomorrow to um to interview her on your podcast yeah. i'm sure yeah. she'll do it you'll be oh. sure she'll do it and if, if i can help introduce you more than i'm more than willing to do that oh thank you that that's brilliant yeah. so yeah that's a podcast and she's gonna interview me when i come back from zimbabwe so um yeah and I, I, I know she'll be she she'll love to do that yeah, no, no, I'd, I'd love to have her on as well as, as I'm enjoying having you on. I mean, yes. you know, it really is sort of celebrating um, International Women's Day for, yes. for all of us. It's about yes. celebrating the inspiration that we yes. all are because we've all got our own little seed, haven't we? Yes, and we've all got our little seed. And she talks a lot about seed and, you know, she had the seed handbook and she's, she thinks she's a seed. She's, she, 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 you know, some people are, are, are good at growing things and whatever and harvesting things and she thinks she's a seed. She's a seed... Um, a seed uh, grow, uh, thrower. She's one who who has got loads of ideas and loads of wisdom. It's just it's just incredible. Uh, uh, I don't know whether you've ever read her her seed handbook. She did seed, then she did grow, then she she did uh, bloom. 
Right. Yes. Yes. I I did have one of her her handbooks. Yeah. Oh, years yes. ago. Yes. Yes. Very. Very. Yes. Mm. No. I think I was one of the first people to buy to buy her seed handbook. <laughs> uh, right. No. Yeah. I said I always uh, followed her, and then she went to live in Los Angeles in California, and then. We kept in touch. It was before Zoom. We used to phone in on something. It was funny. There was a group of us who used to talk to her on a Wednesday. <laughs> so I wonder what she still remembers doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sure she does. I'm sure she does. Yeah. So, uh, yes. yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah. Who else just... um, caught your eye? Who else caught my eye? Oh, I can't think now. There was quite a lot of people. I mean, Camelita, I always find very interesting, inspiring. Interesting, um, coach of mine. And uh, I've known Camelita for quite a while as well. I'll say about eight years now. And she's going to come She's gonna come on um, about her, her work, what she does with entrepreneurs. She's a very, very supportive person um, and motivational to keep you going. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's very um she's she's a, a little bit like a rock star isn't she yeah rock star. Yeah. <laughs> she is. Yeah. she's a completely different energy to mine she's coming from a different background to, uh, no yeah a different energy incredible absolutely yeah. incredible. i mean yeah. i can see that and i think you know in, in business or in life it does take different energies to come together mm-hmm. yes and, uh, and you should go. You should go with your flow, your energy, what it does. Uh, it takes a, you know, it takes very, very diverse energy to be an entrepreneur. And because our drivers, our big whys, are different, why, you know, why are we are driven uh, are very, very different. There are so many reasons why people uh, become entrepreneurs. We're doing similar things in terms of uh, enterprise. But the reasons why we did, why we're doing it, um, are very, very. I'm, I'm always surprised every time. Yeah. Why, why people do whatever they do do. Well, my thing really is to help people connect and also, you know, engage in current affairs globally. Because yes. I don't think that there's enough of that 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 goes on because the power of media and information can really help people can't it it can educate inspire Mm -hmm. and you know also with with for the now what we're doing is to entertain people but you know that that is what my vision is yes yeah because, because the power of media you know as i said really really can help people help them give a voice, give them an understanding of what's yes. going on and that yes. information that, you know, having worked in the mainstream press, yeah, they don't, you know, I was so fed up, Noyasha, of having yeah. to pop up yeah. some really amazing interviews in yeah. like one or two minutes. Yes. Oh, that's such a shame. Yeah, because it's it, not... it was almost like sound bites, really, wasn't it? It was an interview. No, it wasn't yeah. an interview and it wasn't getting to the heart of the matter. Yeah, and I believe, yeah. you know, that if you listen to, you know, our chat show podcasts, that yeah. you know, get some information that is potentially yeah. helpful to people. Yes, yes. I've listened to some of the podcasts. I found them very helpful. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's that's that's what my um, raison d'être, as they say. Yeah. Yes, I haven't um, heard that word for quite a while. <laughs> no, I haven't either. Not sure if my French accent is really up to much. <laughs> it's coming up. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Uh, that's no, lovely. That, that, that's yeah. funny, isn't it? But there you yeah, go. So, so when you get to Zimbabwe at the end of the week, I mean, what, what a, a fantastic 48 hours that you're going to be going through. Yes. Um, what is the first thing that you're going to be doing? Really, uh, the, fir the first thing, when, what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to see whether I can go to Malawi. I've got an open, open um, invitation to go and see the, uh, I'm quite good friends with the ex-president, um, the first female um, president in Africa. She's, she's um, based in, um, in Malawi, that's where she was president of. And uh, I've, you know, I've always wanted to go and visit her and to catch up uh, about what she's doing for women and girls and children. She's got a lot of um, projects around children and, um, um, and I wanted to go and uh, see them. Um, but because of COVID, um, so that's the main thing I want to do this time. But I don't know whether the Malawian borders have been open. She said, yes, they've not been open for quite a while now. So I just want to touch base with her. I'm going to follow up some of the women. I did a women goal setting uh, session in Zimbabwe with them, women entrepreneurs. I want to follow them up about what, where they are with their goals. Um, I'm going to be, um, I've, I, I'm doing farming in Zimbabwe on my mom's farm. Mom's farm. So I'm going to be following up what's going on with my crops there. I, I planted a lot of um, peanuts and groundnuts and maize. And so I, I want to follow that, that up. Uh, last time I left, it was, they were full of weeds. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was raining. Uh, it, it rained every day. It never gave us any opportunity to actually do the weeding. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm turning my mom's farm into organic farming. So it, we haven't worked on it for the last uh, two years since she died. And right. um, so we, we, I'm experimenting with organic uh, fertilizers and manures and see what's, what's going to happen. So yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not going there for long. I'm only going for three weeks. Um, three, I think it's three weeks and three days. And um, so the, my main focus, I think actually when I go there, Zimbabwe is still going to be locked down. So the main place I'm going to be is either my mom's farm or my mom's house. <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, so um, I don't think I'm going to see or meet that many people. No. Last time I was there, I, I didn't see anybody. What is it like out there at the moment? No, I should say. Oh, it's um, uh, summer. So it's raining and it's hot. Um, and uh, the last three years, Southern Africa, including Zimbabwe, have had drought. So there's hardly been any rain. And this year it's been the other way around. Some people are actually gonna have drought because uh, poor harvest because of too much rain. And it's just yeah. incredible. It's just rained, uh, but it's lovely. It's just uh, the ground needed, the water was needed. Uh, the I think the levels of table water was low 
and mm -hmm. people were traveling miles and miles to fetch clean water, uh, the local rivers and whatever, they were all dry. So it's mm -hmm. very, at the moment, it's very green and lush. I've never been in Zimbabwe since I left Zimbabwe. Uh, during the summer months, I normally go Easter because that's the time where, the, where you're harvesting all the nuts and the whatever. So at that time, I like I normally like to go to Zimbabwe. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. But this time I had to do the hard work. <laughs> I had to, to grow these things myself. Really? So um, it was, very, uh, for me, it was very therapeutic being, uh, being in Zimbabwe. Uh, going back really to my childhood experience of literally growing things from nothing, uh, plowing, weighing, weeding. I've not done that. I've not done this for 50 years. So it was, it was really, it was hard work, but it yeah. was also very good for me. And, and there's something about, you know, being in touch with the earth and actually dealing with the earth, the mud, the soil. Uh, I don't know. There's something therapeutic. I mean, that's why you started Vanner as well, didn't you? The the yes. farm in, in yes. Buckinghamshire. Is it Buckinghamshire, yes. isn't it? Yes, in Buck it's on the border of Buckinghamshire and Oxfordshire. And yes, and that, that started from my therapeutic background as a, a child psychotherapist. Around this issue about if you're nurturing something, you're actually nurturing yourself. So, yeah. uh, you know, if you're fine, if you you're seeing a, whatever, a cabbage grow, a seedling, you've got to nature it, you've got to feed it, you've got to water it. And emotionally, you're actually feeding your soul, yourself. Um, and, you know, just mucking in, cleaning the pig's house and the chicken house. It's just, for me, so therapeutic because it's so different what I normally do. When, if I'm not sitting <laughs> on, on a Zoom meeting, it's just, it's a bit like I love washing up and ironing because I just, I just, it just takes me out of this um, busy uh, thinking. It's so mundane. And it just, uh, for me, I, I practice my mindfulness then when I'm doing my ironing. <laughs> I, I, well, I think it. that's good though, don't you? Because we need that kind of mindfulness because we're, you know, we're, we're living in a world that things it's have so become a lot. And, Faster. Uh, yes. Yeah. For me, it's just too much information and my brain is on all the time. And I just need something which doesn't tax my brain, which is so mundane, which is repetitive. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just enjoy it. I really just enjoy it. So yeah. I, I love, uh, I love being in Zimbabwe. Uh, I, and uh, I've, at my mum's house, I've got a swimming pool. I get into routine of walking in the morning. I end up in the swimming pool. Oh, it's just, it's completely different lifestyle. But you need to have that downtime down as well as yeah. being, you yeah. know, this, this yeah. woman it who's on like, a serious mission yeah. to sort yeah. out as many children and women on the planet yeah. as she can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I need, I need to that. Meanwhile, I had, you know, in the background, I'm working with the children. Um, last time I went to, to, to uh, finish off giving the Christmas dinners, we were parcels we were sending. Uh, we, we had to get a letter from the government to go and distribute them. Um, so, you know, one day I'm swimming and doing my walk and whatever. The next day I'm, I'm distributing food parcels to these children very, uh, difficult situations. Mm. Um, next minute I'm spending an afternoon with a group of um, 
teenagers in lockdown, um, uh, mainly girls, and uh, you know, talking to them about their aspirations, their wishes, what their dreams are. Um, meeting for some reason, doesn't matter where I go, I'll find myself surrounded by women entrepreneurs. Um, and I, I, it was so funny. The last time I went to my grandmother to my grand grandmother's house, but it, my, my auntie actually lives there. Mm. And I, I just went to see my auntie and uh, for the afternoon and um, actually for the day, I went there in the morning. And then this woman turns up and she's um, carrying a basket. And I said, oh, what's she doing? And um, she, she was um, in, in this basket. She was selling tea bags, uh, dried fish, something else I can't remember, sugar, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, and she said my auntie was one of her best, um, best customers because I had arrived. I I'd brought my, my auntie some tea bags. She didn't have any tea bags. Um, um, uh, I'd, bought, I'd done the shopping. I thought, oh, I've disturbed your, your enterprise today because my auntie said, oh, I, I can't buy anything because she has brought me the, the tea bags and the sugar she normally buys from her. And I was just talk, I started talking to her about wh where does she get the, the supplies, who are her customers in this village in the middle of uh, uh, uh. anyway. I said, look what happens to me. I attract these women and she was feeding her children from, from very little. She orders these things for $10 and she makes about $15 from uh, after she sold them. And then she repeats it and repeats it and she's sending her children to school. Uh, from the five dollars she makes that's amazing isn't it in itself it you yeah. know it it is about looking after your children and that has got to be some sort of inspiration as well yeah. as you're yeah. right women I yeah. think you know but that is yeah. I mean, what an amazing woman herself doing that yeah. doing that you know, it's not and easy is it yeah, as it's a woman not easy and uh, she said I couldn't just stay at home and do nothing I had to do something because I want my son to go to school. And she walked miles, honestly, honestly, I'm sure she walked 12 miles to get to my, my, my aunt's village. She had to walk another 12 miles to get back home. Yeah, but it's, you know, that, that is just fantastic story. And what an amazing yeah. woman to do that. Yeah. And yes. protect her little yeah. ones. Yes. I do uh, believe yeah. there are people on this planet who should never have children. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, and yeah. you know, then there are people on this planet who would, you know, move heaven and earth for their children. And I think yes. that that is definitely. incredibly commendable. Even if that's the only ever job that you do yeah. in lifetime, yeah. I think yeah. it's the most important job because you are yeah. shaping the future yeah, the of our world. The future, of course, you are. Yeah, most, I, I don't know whether in society. Uh, being a mother is not really valued. Being a stay-at-home mother is not valued. And I've got so many examples of friends and family who chose to be at home. And whenever they go to networking meetings with their husband, people are not interested. The minute you say, oh, I'm a mother. Oh, and also as women, we do that. We say, oh, I don't do anything. I only, I'm a stay-at-home mother. So they already putting themselves down before anyone, because that's what the society expects you. you. You don't do nothing, but you are home. But for me, I think it's the most important job in the whole world. When you are home, you're not doing nothing. <laughs> it's, 
is so busy. Housework alone, you know, one minute you're being a taxi driver, the next minute you're cooking for them, the next minute you're wiping the nappies. You know what I mean? I just think it's such a, a busy job and it's not nothing. No. It's, it's a huge contribution, as I said, in society is not val valued. And it's such a shame. It's just a, for me, I just feel it's just a upside view of um, looking at somebody. We value uh, really strange things. The CEO, they're the most valued in the food chain. <laughs> you know what I mean? In terms of how much they then get rewarded financially. Mm -hmm. Where the mother at home, uh, it's very difficult. To, they do this work for, for nothing. They don't get paid. No. And I, when I'm talking about my work in, with women uh, entrepreneurs in Africa, you can actually have somebody working, being a mother, you know, tilling their ground and whatever. And at the end of the day, if the rain fails, they don't get paid. But it's not because they haven't worked. Mm. And, <laughs> and at the end of the day, they actually do, at the end of the year or that season, um, because they're relying on nature to for the rain to happen or the sun to grow the stuff, um, get anything out of it. And they've mm -hmm. worked so hard for months on end and they've got zero income. And that is not valued either. Uh, no, uh, it's not valued. valued because it hasn't produced <laughs> anything. So you're of no value. You are a, a, a peasant or you're stuck in this poverty situation. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I think society have got a different way of valuing what is important. You know, I think so. And, and this is sort of, you know, something that has, has definitely struck me. Um, I mean, especially with the media thing as well. You know, I mean, this whole idea of, you know, your people giving them thousands and thousands of likes for just someone smiling in a certain way or whatever yeah, i just find that's really a picture of a dog cut or just i don't know anyway i know well i don't know about a cat and a dog i, I have to, to let you into a secret and i shot i love my cat he's, he's yes cute. i love my cat as well i've got a cat and a dog um i love you human beings and I love animals. I don't have anything against animals whatsoever. I've got lots of animals and uh, I absolutely love them uh, to, to, to pieces. But if I'm to, be, to choose between an animal and or funding or donating to animal or uh, a human being charity, I will always go for the human being. No, absolutely. I but I don't, I don't wish any animals any harm. Well, the human beings, we are the caretakers of the planet, aren't we? Yes, and we need to care, look after our animals. Yeah, and we need to look after our animals and we need to look after ourselves. And we yes. need to understand yeah. that every person is, you know, just the same of us. And, yes. uh, you know, we're, we're all equal, but some of us yeah. are... <laughs> some of us believe they're more equal than others <laughs> yeah some of us are more capable but i mean i don't yeah i think that's a good way of putting it isn't it really mm. but you know I, I don't know about you but i kind of truly believe that most people are capable yes uh, most I, I believe that most people are capable uh, and um, um if they have um uh, access to resources they can actually excel more than capable, they can excel. Uh, and uh, my global wish 
in terms of entrepreneurship and whatever is to try and um, reduce this inequality so that we all have access to the same resources. That is really my passion, to live in a, in a world where we are all equal. No, Ashes, thank you so much for coming on Tea Time with me. Oh, it's um, an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. And um, I, yeah, I really appreciate your time. Uh, take your time to interview me. And uh, if I can help any of your audience or your other speakers, just reach out. Look forward to chatting with my next guest on the Tea Time sofa. In the meantime, if you would love to get in touch about having a chat with me, you can reach me on Tea Time at forthenow.co.uk, where you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram on Tea Time with AM. Bye for now. <laughs>